All right, yesterday we shared with you some times that the inner voice has really gotten in our way. Today, let's talk about some of the tips and tricks that we have in getting that voice to be on your side. If you've been pulling out your hair going, but how do I change and shift this? This is the mini sub for you. Stay tuned, let's get into it right now. We've had some really cool access to some really cool people, and we want to share it with you. We have an amazing interview series of some of the interviews we've done with celebrities like Dr. Deborah Tillman, America's Super Nanny, Dr. Joseph McClendon III, famous neuropsychologist, uh, former professor of UCLA. We've got Dr. Bruce Lipton, author of Beyond Belief, and we even have John Maxwell, the number one leadership expert. Your sisters want to bring you into the room with our most exclusive access. So go to kandshy.com. Right there on the homepage, you will see a button that says, get my celebrity interview series. And we would love to share our access with you. K-A-Y-A-N-D-S-H-I.com. We'll see you over there. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Okay, we're back at it again, talking all about the inner voice, but today is very practically focused. We've got some tips for you to help you shift into a different gear when it comes to a destructive inner voice. We're calling this the cure for an out of control inner voice. (laughs) And there's actually lots of cures and there's lots of approaches. So we're excited because it means that you have all kinds of different ways that you can address it. And sometimes they work in some situations and not in others. So we want to give you that grab bag. Now, I want to start off with one that I alluded to in yesterday's mini-sode. You heard me talking about the auto rumination that I've been experiencing over an emotional challenge that I had with a friendship relationship earlier this year. Now, every time that auto rumination has gone into play, I've shifted into gears to focus my consciousness on what is called a mantra. So any word or phrase or collection of words will work, but a mantra is something that you've literally encoded into your brain by saying it and more importantly, feeling it over and over and over again. So we won't get into it today, but I will tell you that Kay and I have gone through a Tony Robbins values process that was absolutely transformative for the both of us. And when we went through that, there were eight values that arose for me that he turned into a chant and they have hand movements and motions and I say them to myself over and over again. They're on my vision board when I'm running. I say the values to myself. I I think of the the motions that go with it. I, I feel the feelings that go with it. And so that's really become my mantra at these, these eight values. And so when my brain goes into that auto rumination, I'm shifting focus into saying, I want my voice to say, or I want my consciousness to focus on the mantra. And the mantra goes here. I'm going to do it right now. If you're watching, you'll get to see the hand motions. Be heart centered and active to learn and grow and articulate. Be energetically bright and appreciate experience, value others be here now. Now, those are the eight values for me that I think if I am able to embrace those on a consistent basis, that will be the woman that I want to be and create the person I want to be. And so when I start going into he said, she said, I did, she did, then I can shift my brain into thinking 
be heart-centered and active too, and say those values like a mantra over and over again. And that's so helpful for shifting the narrative from a verbal perspective. Another thing you can do to shift yourself is to create a physical pattern interrupt. Now, this could be a lot of people like to use the snapping band on the wrist, right? If you have a rubber band on your wrist, you can snap it when you think a negative thought to get your awareness going that that inner narration is going. But one of the things that Shyla and I like to do is to literally shift gears. Like we will, like you're shifting in a car, grab the invisible gear in front of you and shift it so that you move yourself into a new pattern of thinking. And, and we'll say, oh, you know what? That doesn't feel so constructive. I'm going to go ahead and shift myself into something different. And this motion allows our body-mind connection to help facilitate a better internal experience. So utilizing that verbal narration cue can be great. Utilizing that physical cue can be awesome as well. And sometimes, you know, Shai, as you were talking about replacing that critical inner narrative with your mantra, sometimes I sing at my inner voice in my head. I'll be like, no, thank you. I don't want you to talk to me <laughs> like that. And even if it's terrible, it's better for me to have that running in my head than maybe somebody who's being extra critical for no reason. Uh, I love our physical shift and whether you want to do the shift as well. Now, full disclosure, Kay and I do not drive a stick shift no. and we have no idea, Actually, no idea what this motion of shifting means. I feel like we did it to somebody once we were giving this lesson and then they're like, oh, putting it in reverse. I was like, I have no idea. Not sure. But what we do know is that that motion for us is a physical cue to shift into a different way of thinking and other physical cues, standing up, shaking out your body, putting your hands above your head, doing some kind of physical motion can literally shake your body. It's that pattern interrupt, which in brain science speak then creates a scotoma inside of your brain. That's a big vacuum opening for you to put something else in there. Now I'm going to come in with a mantra. Now I'm going to come in with a positive thought instead, or now I'm going to come in with a curiosity inducing question like is that really true so these are all ways that in the moment you can find a way to shift redirect or realign that voice so that it's not so destructive and so painful okay one more really fast one before we end out today's episode this is the idea and the concept of the inner megaphone now sometimes it feels like that voice inside your head is so loud that it's shouting at you through a megaphone and maybe you don't feel like you have the power to necessarily turn that voice off in the moment shyla and i sometimes like to imagine Imagine that you've got a megaphone going out one way and that you just turn it mm -hmm. away from you. And so it's still yelling, but now it's <laughs> muted. It's being yelled in a different direction. This allows a little bit of levity into the conversation. You can physically make the megaphone shift uh, motion, which helps. But just giving yourself the opportunity to interrupt that patterned thinking in your mind and fill it with something maybe a little bit better for you. Now, tomorrow we're going to go over that favorite book of ours, The Untethered Soul, and a little bit of a deep dive in what we like to call a fangirl over Michael Singer's works of art. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.